0: Doesn't matter, right? I can go ahead and start. Talking. I see it now. I see it now. <laughs> our red box. Our red box. Okay, we've got it. Oh, we got a got a great book tonight, guys. We've got yes. a great book, and we've had a chance to meet the author a little bit, top chat for a little bit. So, I'm looking forward to our our listeners and viewers being able to hear her story tonight and in her own words, because she said yes. she's going to read some stuff to us. So that's it that that's always good that's always good we've got our line up tonight ruth you're gonna be first with the weekend yep. review and mm-hmm. i think i'm just gonna sit in your <sighs> review i can't wait i can't wait <laughs> oh my god oh my goodness great news great news great news i had a little bit of great news too so i got something to share to today that that's good good for me anyway. no good
1: news i do have good
0: news i have to yeah yeah it's it's good to do that good to do that so we've got a lot going on have had a lot going on but yes. i am glad to say that um all is well all is moving Amen. we've got we've had some great guests on this last quarter we really have so i'm thankful for that and all of them have great projects and stuff that we can share with our audience and i'm grateful for that as well. Let's so go. i think we are ready to get started alan if you are there we are ready to go alan roll. has left the building roll <laughs> well bring alan back in
1: <laughs> hit that button and we're All ready right. to go there goes, goes our did
2: it did it have a good one thank you alan <laughs>
0: Good evening, good evening, good evening, everybody. Welcome to Authors Up, our favorite place to be on Sunday evenings at 7 p.m. And I say good evening to two beautiful ladies that come on every week. Ruth Griffin, Gloria Henderson. And Andrea Hines. How are you? How are you doing? How are you doing? We're good. We're good. How are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. I'm better now okay all right now <laughs> this there's is, is nothing better than celebrating everybody else's blessing i Amen. just i love being there's a teacher night tonight Yeah, (laughs) we can celebrate everybody else's good news, you know, and I I am excited to be able to do that. Uh, We thank everybody who comes in and joins us on Sunday evenings, and we thank uh, the authors that join us, all of them. We always say that nobody can tell the story like the the person who wrote the book, so we... We sure have am. that uh, opportunity again tonight as we welcome our guests for the evening. But we're gonna bring her on shortly. Hey there, Linda Cooks. Good evening to you. Glad to have you in the house this evening. Um, we're going to uh let our guest um share with us in a few minutes, but we're gonna start as we usually do with our weekend review. And Ruth is up first. <laughs> And I, mm, I'm not going to smile,
1: I'm <laughs> sorry. Okay, we are trying not to You can't smile. help but smile. You can't help but smile. So,
0: very, yeah. very serious. Miss Ruth, what <laughs> do you have to share with us this
2: evening? Okay. So I got some really good news this week. Um, it started off with what I thought was a spam email that said <laughs> my student loans were forgiven. And I was like, hmm, I don't think so. So I actually checked my account and it was down to zero.
1: So- <laughs> wait, wait, know. You went by that real fast. That's I don't think everybody heard. You, you can't, but, you can't gloss over that. Don't go
0: back
2: and loans. let's piece this out. Let everybody know what happened. Do it again. I got an email stating that my student loan had been forgiven, and of course, in this day and age, wait, in this day and age, you just can't go every time you get an email. So of course, right. I had to check it out. And that's when I logged into my account and it was zero. Now, I went to school 30 years ago. What I have been paying on has been mostly interest. So it more than doubled what You're I owe. Right. So I, you know, I, of course, applied for the, you know, the loan forgiveness when the, the current administration put it out. And right. then they were like, no, we're not doing that. And they're like, OK, you work for government, so you can do this. And I'm like, no, I still got eight years to go. None of that. They wiped it completely ah, out. So, <laughs> yes, that, that was re- that. I've just been riding that all week. So, yes.
1: yes
0: hallelujah! Hallelujah! I tell you what, Ruth. That is—you oh. talk about a praise report. Oh. You don't even have to give us a weekend review. But- <laughs> we'll just ride on that one from zillions to zero we'll take it amazing (laughs) amazing and I I think I had shared with you you are probably the third person that Mm -hmm. that I know of and that we know that um has had their student loan debt forgiven and it has been
1: a lot i don't know anybody so this is the first time i know somebody personally so i'm excited yes 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 thank yes. you, thank
2: you.
0: Yes.
1: Ooh, and i claim it i'm there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stand look we'll
0: stand in agreement with you lady <laughs> that is that has got to be just a huge weight oh, God. Mm-hmm. yes 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 Ooh. my 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 that to be lifted off of you, that is that is definitely good. Yes, good. yes, yes. yes. Uh,
2: that, yeah. Yeah, it, it was such a good feeling. So awesome, good awesome. You. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Andrea, how was your week? My week was uh, my week
0: was good. Um, Not that good, (laughs) but it was good. Um, And I shouldn't say that because it actually was, um, it was a great week. I I got some things done that I needed to get done. I got set up um, to do something with my other show on Thursday night. I'm Mm -hmm. actually going to have um, the leadership team from the Well Church here in North Carolina, and they have been using um, my little book, "Master oh, nice. the Mass,
3: for their
0: Bible study. Oh wow! So this, so this is going to kind of be a a live book review.
1: Oh, suck it, suck it, down. Yeah. <laughs> so we
0: haven't. I haven't done anything like this before with this many people involved. It's seven of them, yeah. and, um, So they're they're all going to participate. We did a little. Um, trial on uh, on saturday make sure everybody's mic was right and light was right and all of that good stuff so they're excited about it and i'm excited about it as well i think i may have shared last week that i had these crazy uh doctor um Mm -hmm. things going on well i had my visit with the neurosurgeon on um uh thursday this past thursday hey thumbs up for me I don't know how he's feeling, but I, I'm good. <laughs> I, I know what my plan is. I know Joanne can probably identify with some of that, but I, I know what my plan is going to be, and, and it's all good. And, and I have one more to do, and I will do that one next week. And I believe God's got me, and all will be well. And, and I feel good about all of that. So... Mm-hmm. We shall see what happened. I was mm-hmm. very uh compliant to a point. I was compliant to a point, as you all know how I am. But um, uh uh-huh.
1: that's why I'm looking at going,
0: uh-huh. <laughs> at one yeah. point I had to laugh, so At one point the doctor was sitting there and he was shaking his leg. And I thought, what are you nervous about? <laughs> what is wrong with you? Settle down, fella. It's gonna be all right. <laughs> so i was glad that i did it and glad that i got that part over with it and, and my family is very glad that i went and, and you know god got me in all as well so i'll keep you updated next week i'll let you know what the final is on the other appointment and that's okay. good news too yeah. all right we believe we it we believe God for it. we believe for it oh yes oh yes So victoria What's been on your plate?
1: What's been happening? Yeah, I, I just thank God for peace. I thank him God. once again for peace in the midst of uh, some storms. My mom um, fell last week and mm. was in the hospital most of the week. And we just thank God for healing, for supernatural healing at that. She was in so much pain. And um, I, you know, I'll tell you briefly, she was in a lot of pain. And she was in the room with somebody and she said she heard, sit up. And she asked the person, Did you hear that? And they said, No, looking at her, like you know, <laughs> she's elderly, she's hearing stuff. And um, she also said she saw somebody in the room, and um, then she said she heard it again, sit up, and she said, Okay, she sat up and there was no pain.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hallelujah, no
1: pain, hallelujah, and she was showing me, she kept sitting up, and I said, Ma, stop now. You're making me a little nervous. <laughs> but, she had no pain, and she um, her blood pressure dipped in and you know, up and down a little bit, and so they kept her one more day. But she's now home. Um, she we were able to get care for her twenty four seven, so she was able to go to her own home instead of rehab or anything. So I'm, I'm just grateful, and it was a little, it was a little unnerving, but God gave me peace. I asked Him for that, no matter what happened at work, things you know going crazy at work. But it, just the piece that passes all understanding. Now, knowing that he's got us, yep. got me through. So I, yep. that, that was my weekend. I just thank God. All right. All right. Well, now you've got something else to talk about and tell yes. us about. And that's about our guest. Yes, we're excited to bring our guest. And her name is Joanne Green. Our bio states that Joanne Green never bought the adage, little girls should be seen and not heard. She's used her voice on San Francisco radio and television, webinars and podcasts to explore the issues of our time with playful, irreverence, candor and compassion. Now with many decades of seasoning, she's sharing what she's learned about navigating family and career, moving through pain and loss. Currently, Joanne hosts the podcast In This Story where she shares micro essays set to music showcasing showcasing tales and observation from her animated life. She writes press, has published her first book named By Accident, A Memoir of Letting Go, in which Joanne emerges from life-threatening calamities with a big fat smile and a heap of hope. We're so excited. Well, we're going to pause for a break right here. And when we return, you'll get to meet author Joanne Green. Be right back. <music>
2: hi joanne
3: hi thank you so much for having me you guys are so
2: much fun (laughs) we are so happy that you're able to join us I mean, look i have to say i started your book and you just like jumped right in it was just and it was a ride all the way through i mean when you you know your bio states that you went through with a big fat smile and a heap of hope it is not wrong so yep we are. Thank sp- you. Welcome.
3: We're I gonna- know. Spoiler alert! I survived. <laughs> right. <laughs> and we're glad you did. Yes. Thank you. you Thank so you.
2: We're gonna. We're gonna start with your book, and I want you to tell us. Tell us what it's about. Tell us
3: what it is. What it's about is. I was a person in constant motion. I was a person who. Couldn't do enough, whatever it was. And if I had a job and the job description was this, I would add 12 more things to the job description. Um, I also, you know, working full time and being very devoted to my family. Mm -hmm. I also had to do volunteer work because of course, right. It was just never enough. And I would go, go, go. I had two settings on and off. Just, I would not yeah, start true. to feel tired and then, you know, no. I would go, go, go until like a like a three-year-old, I would like crash and um, start to cry or something. And I would go, oh, maybe I, I'm tired. <laughs> That's what this is. And, um, you know, went along that way for many, many years. And um, as the story begins, I'm literally crossing the street in front of the my pl- place where I worked, which was a Jewish community center, and my synagogue would share a campus. Mm-hmm. I was on my way home to see uh, Barack Obama debate Mitt Romney, right? So this is 2012. I was a big oh. Obama supporter. I had to get mm-hmm. home in time to see this. And a car stopped for me. I walked into the crosswalk. And just as I got in front of the car, I heard what sounded like an explosion. Because, you know, ordinarily with accidents you're used to hearing the screech of brakes yeah. and then the crash there right. was no screech of brakes because this truck came at full speed smashed into that car and the suddenly car. I was airborne thrown onto the hood of her car and the she was catapulted 50 feet down the street with me on the hood my head banging on her windshield and then I fell off onto the street wow So I I was alive. And something rather miraculous happened at that moment. I was coming off of a period of time where I had lost my mother, my sister, and my brother in a four-year period. And I had been in the absolute depths of grief. I was very, very close with my mother and sister in particular. They were kind of my right and left hand. And, Mm -hmm. And it was a tough period of time leading up to that illness, you know. taking care of your mom, Victoria, you know it's one thing after another, right? And you're just, the phone rings and you're sure it's going to be someone, right? Someone calling to tell you. And we drop everything and we run because that's what we do as daughters. And um, so as I realized that I was actually being hit by a car, imagine this, my entire self silently screaming to God or to the universe or to I don't know who, really? Like, like really now I'm being hit by a car. And a second later, something kicked in and I felt myself say, okay, let's do this. Mm. Now, I don't know where I drew that strength from, but it absolutely helped me get through. It became a mantra. I can do this. I can do this. And, you know, I've been at a lot of low points in my life who hasn't. And, yeah. um, you know we draw upon the strength i think of our ancestors too mm-hmm. um i am the granddaughter of immigrants who left you know where they were in europe and didn't speak the language and came here just hoping that it would be a place where they wouldn't be persecuted and where they could right. make a living and get mm-hmm. get their kids educated that was really the goal always and mm-hmm. um so i think i drew upon some of that being a survivor but it wasn't easy because for the first time in my life, I could control nothing. Right. I mean, nothing. And I had been a control freak, I have to admit. Yeah, right. What is that? What? I am a recovering control freak. <laughs> so, <laughs> hi, my name is Joanne. And so um, I had to learn to trust others. I had to learn to ask for help. I right. had to learn to be still. Mm. I didn't know how to do that. I did not know how to st- stay in one place and stare at a tree. But I had no choice. I couldn't move. So it was a long recovery. And mm-hmm. I learned some lessons. And then um, the book follows the next couple years, where life threw me a few more curveballs, and I had the opportunity to practice what I had learned. Mm-hmm. And um, eventually, I moved through two to three more crises. And i mm-hmm. mm-hmm. um, I'm now in this incredible phase of life that's wonderful. My children are fine. My grandchildren are fine. I'm expecting a new grandchild, no! just, just got the news. So All right. amazing, All right. yes, amazing All right. blessings coming my way. And I know that this too won't last. And this is what I told myself when things were at the worst was something my mom would always say to me, this too shall pass. And I would roll my eyes because it was one of those. <laughs> sure, mom. Well, she couldn't have been more right because whatever you're going through, it's going to be different in yeah. five minutes, in an hour, in a day, in a week. It yeah. might get worse, but it won't stay like this. And Amen. I'm telling my mom that now because now everything is glorious and wonderful and I'm well and my family is all well and... People like the book, which is shocking. I don't know if you went through that as authors. You know, you put it out there. Yes, yes. People people say I was moved and you're like, what? (laughs) But you know, it's a great period of time and I know this won't last either, you know. But other things will happen, but I feel like I'm stronger and I have some tools right now that are gonna help me go through whatever life brings my way
2: may absolutely Amen. absolutely yeah so Amazing. you the title of your book is by accident a memoir of letting go and um oftentimes when authors sit down to write their memoir they may have a theme or they may just want to share a story you know which came first for you to share your story or was it let let it go was the theme after the events of your book
3: After this period of time, this 10 year period, I felt like I had a book, but I also had to try to narrow down my focus because Mm -hmm. having lost my siblings early and, um, you know, I don't know, who am I to say it was early? It was exactly when it was supposed to be, I suppose. But in any case, they have children and grandchildren. uh, And I wanted to share stories. I wanted to go on record Mm -hmm. with this is how we grew up. These were the values, you know, this is This is what it was about, and and you should know where you come from. And I had this crazy career in radio, uh, in jazz radio and then in rock radio Mm -hmm. at a very special moment in time, and so I have stories. So initially I tried to do too much with the book and have all of that in there, and then it became clear over time once I began working on it that really what I wanted to do was – share these lessons, these learnings, because I know there are a lot of other women out there who can't do enough, who think they're only as good as their performance or their output or their list of accomplishments. And that's, you know, we're good because we're good. We're good because of who we are, not because of what we do
1: Amen.
3: Um, or how we do it, right? How we do it is important. Mm -hmm. And so, Um, I thought that was my greatest legacy was to share that and then sort of weave in stories about how I grew up and and really try to write about my mother, my father, my sister, my brother, all of whom were very incredible people in in their own ways and taught me so much about how to live a meaningful life.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have to say, I loved how you wrote it. I loved how you just jumped right in and then you took us back a little bit you know went back to it and then you stepped back to share about your family about everyone um how was that writing process for you because obviously you went through a lot of painful periods whether it was emotional or physical i know at one point you talked about journaling how you know how do you keep all that together and then Um, sit down and write it
3: Yeah. Well, first of all, I had to learn the craft of writing a memoir because I'd always been a writer, but never this kind of writer. And Mm -hmm. I didn't know how to really bring you into a scene. I didn't know how to really write dialogue or how to do the structure of past to present and bringing you back and forth. I mean, I had one literary you know, sort of trick that I was able to do because I was lying in bed for so much of the time recovering that I used that time to have a reflection. So that would allow me to take you back in time and then Mm -hmm. bring you back to the present. But it was excruciating to relive those memories and to try to bring, you know, bring those feelings, that fear, the trauma, all the different experiences to be able to recreate that so that a listener could feel it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, a reader, I'm so used to radio. I call everything <laughs> listeners. Um, a reader could reconnect with it and find some piece to relate to. Sure. Um, that's really the goal is for everybody to see themselves in your story. I think. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. No. And I think you did a great, great job. Um, Thank you, Ruth. Absolutely. It, so, this is your first book. Have you ever imagined yourself as an author? I know you said you used no. to work, you'd write. No?
3: I mean, yes and no. Yes, yeah. in my fantasy world. Okay. <laughs> I, I, you know, I, I joke that I have the attention span of a, of a flea. I mean, I, I, radio was perfect for me because every half hour was another newscast. Mm-hmm. You know when i did features they were one minute long i can wrap my brain around one minute but Uh you know hundreds of pages and rewriting and rewriting and listening to editors and trusting that everyone has my best interests at heart and they Mm -hmm. they know better than i know about how to make this better um yeah i can't believe i finished a project (laughs) of this size and magnitude I don't think I have to do another one, do I? (laughs) No, unless you want to. You know what? You can be a one-hit wonder. You you've done enough.
2: You've You've been through. Ladies, I am turning
3: seventy in. Oh my god! Right. So I re I retired from my job job, but then I replaced it with you know essentially like a three quarter time job. Right. Uh I mean, I'm. I'm a little bit chill, but really, I mean, you know, this requires a lot, and um oh, it does. I'm being my own publicist, so you know, I'm doing all that, and um, I keep thinking, don't I get to at some point just kind of, I don't know, read books and take naps? <laughs> well, I know. You squeeze
2: those in between. So it's like being a new mother, you know, you. you take a take a nap when they're taking a nap you (laughs) get it in where you can yeah that's
3: it i don't you remember that time when they would finally fall asleep and you would go wait a minute do i do the laundry do i take a (laughs) bath do i take a nap do I get some thank you notes done? Like, I would panic and then- Take a nap. You know. That's I learned to take a nap. <laughs> get those naps in when you can. <laughs> they are I, I took one today. We hosted a dinner party last night. We had eight people and we were dancing. We were playing <laughs> 70s dance party music. Ooh, there you go. And uh, I woke up and we finished the cleanup and I went right back to bed. There you go. <laughs> Good for you. That's how you do it. You
2: do it. So, I don't want to hog up all the time, so I'm going to send you over to Andrea. She can have some uh, questions, or so. I'm going to lead you in. What's next? Well, actually, I I um I want to hear I want to
0: hear Joanne. We talked about this in the beginning. There's some things that that I want to say, but I I I want to make sure that we have enough time uh, to have her read. Yes. Um, and I, and I think she she had already picked out the, the part that she wanted to read and and I want her to do that. I want her to do that. I know that Ruth was was saying the beginning, I mean, the beginning of the book just kind of it takes you, it, it just takes you right in. Yep. And I found myself sitting there saying, oh oh my goodness, oh my goodness, you know, because you you have a wonderful way of pulling the person into that scene and Mm -hmm. into that place in your story, uh, regardless of whether it was the accident. I I found myself sitting there uh, with you and Max. I thought, you know, when he first came to you about what he wanted to do and I thought, oh, this is just, this is wonderful. I love this, you know. So, so with all of that and all of the things and and the way that you have crafted this memoir is just is just really amazing. And there's so many good points that we can bring out, but we don't always get to hear the author, uh, and that's what I, I want us to have that ability tonight. Because I tell you, when they tell you about a big smile and hope, lady, you got
3: that. You oh. <laughs> got that thank you so much well i want to tell you that Rick and blair have now been married it'll be 10 years in november oh, wow, wow. That's awesome. they have two yeah. children awesome. who are incredible and um yeah and i also want to say the book is available as an audiobook. so i read the, the whole, whole book. book oh good you doing? Awesome. Oh, yes. awesome. yeah nice. yeah so it Great. so um Yeah, so that's another choice is to listen to the book. So this is the beginning of chapter two. In chapter one, I am absolutely hit by a car and my husband meets me at the emergency room and I say, I'm sorry. And I say, I'm sorry because it's the phone call he should never have had to get. His parents were killed by a drunk driver in 1962. They were both 38 years old He was the youngest of three children. He was seven years old. And for him to get a call that I had been hit by a car as a pedestrian. Okay, so the beginning of chapter two gives you a little um, foreshadowing of what the rest of the book is like, and that's what I'll read from now. Being hit by a car is not my first blow, although it's probably the most literal, and it won't be my last, but it will be a catalyst for me, a sudden graphic stop to my constantly in motion existence. My need to produce and achieve to feel worthy of love. My need to control everything because I've believed that it would make me safer. It will be the test that finally teaches me that my needs are masks and that control is an illusion. I've had plenty of opportunities, losses, hard ones to learn to let go, but I grieved my losses and went right back to my old ways. The accident has stripped me, made me totally dependent on others put cracks in my bones and revealed cracks in my armor. I can't go back to my old ways, not easily anyway. Over time and through a series of other physical and emotional challenges, I will discover that losing control can be the best way to truly gain it. Letting go means letting in light, revealing my real power and finally feeling that deep sense of peace that I've been desperate to find oh yes yes oh boy yes (laughs) Yes. thank you thank you thank you um yes amazing i wanted you know and i don't want to i just don't want to imply that everything is perfect Mm -hmm. and that you know i have and that i have all the answers we are all works in progress amen always but it's a matter of knowing what it is that we need to tell ourselves i um I think that we talk to ourselves all the time, and all too often, we give ourselves messages that don't serve us. Right. How many of you have ever said, who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. What do you think you're doing? Right? hmm mm-hmm. 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 I think it's pretty universal. And what I learned is if you can continue to tell yourself, in my case, I can do it. I can do it. This will pass. This moment will pass. I will not always be in this pain. I will not always have flashbacks that feel like I can never cross a street again or get in a car or any of it. Um, I, I didn't believe it at the beginning. But if you keep telling yourself something, you're it's almost like we're programmable. Right. Yeah. And the messages eventually become a part of your thinking. Mm
0: -hmm. So. I mm, want you to um, and I I know I want to I'm trying to watch time to Joanne. I know we want to get into you sharing some other lessons uh, that you learned, but I I want you to talk about the therapy, uh, because that's something that I had never heard of.
3: Uh, so there are different kinds of therapy that are specifically geared to help people who've been, have have been uh, experienced trauma. And trauma can come in all sorts of forms, as we know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I came to understand um, because someone, my, my friend's daughter was this type of a therapist and she was telling me about it. And she said a lot of times trauma lodges in the body. Mm. It's a psychological response, but it can lodge in the body. And this particular kind of therapy called somatic therapy tries to address that so that you don't have a place in your body where the trauma is lodged. And my very first session with the somatic therapist, um, do you want me to share what happened? Please. Please. Yeah, yeah. So at that session, You know, she got me real comfortable and almost in like a meditative, very calm state. And I was to imagine that I was stepping off the curb, but that there was a bubble around me of protection so that I would be safe. Mm. And she wanted me to turn to the right. I had explained that the car that caused the accident had been coming from the right. And she said, now turn your head to the right. And I tried to turn my head to the right. And my neck would not do it. Hi. And I, my eyes, and my, I had had my eyes closed. My eyes popped open. I said, "There's nothing wrong with my neck. My neck isn't injured, and I can turn to the left, but I can't turn to the right." Mm. And she smiled in this very calm way, and she said, "That's why you're here." By the end of the session, you're going to be able to look to the right. And sure. And sure enough, I had already lodged some of that trauma, so I didn't have to see the danger that was coming out
1: to the right. Wow,
0: that's amazing. Wow. That's amazing. There, there is so, um, there's so much uh, in in the book. It, it is it is a story, but it is a story on so many different levels and so many different things. And the way that you handled uh, each of the situations that you went through, uh, the growth progress, the recovery, all of those stages. It is wonderful. It is wonderful. And I, I just want to get that said before, <laughs> me, before it comes in and tells everybody to get the book. The book. That's right. <laughs> Go ahead and say it. Get the book. Get the book. Get the book. Victoria, I'm going to turn it over to you. Maybe Joanne can tell us a little bit more about those lessons. I get the book. That's
1: that that's the first thing I would say is get it. It is a wonderful book. I appreciate it so much about the book. First of all, I love, we didn't get a chance to say hi to Fred, but you tell Fred we say hello.
3: Yes. <laughs> Some people have told me it's a love letter to Fred. Yes. Oh.
1: yes. Everybody needs a Fred if they're going to get hit by a car. Oh, they just need a Fred oh, period. they're not.
3: <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> he was so amazing, and I just I love to see that. I, you know, that was one of the things that really resonated with me. And um, another thing was the relationship with your children. Did that get any better, um, because of the accident? You think? And I think I think where I'm going is the fact that you learn to let go with the kids and let them make their own decisions and stuff. And that's something that parents have a hard time dealing with period. Do you think that the accident helped you learn to let go with the children?
3: You know, there was a whole other big chapter that happened way later with Danny, where we needed to really get some distance. We were too enmeshed. And
1: okay, um,
3: I don't know if no, I think I'm I'm still learning that. It's so hard. I recently wrote an essay that is going to be on my podcast. In this story about how our roles change. Um,
0: yes, as,
3: you know we're their manager when they're little. Yeah, they're teenagers. You go, you become their consultant. Yeah, and when yeah. they're adults, there's you know, basically, zip it. <laughs> Wait to be asked. That's true. Yeah, that's that is true. true. So I'm learning, and it's a constant. You know, it is a constant uh, effort yeah. to learn to just respect their choices, and um, you know, be available to help and give. But that's that's our role, right? Right. As parents of adult children, is not to judge and. Uh,
1: I love that. And, I just I, so do you think you got closer to them because you know during that time or you know has that how is your
3: how is your relationship now? It, it great. Yeah. Um I think that um with Max him becoming a father has really changed things. I think you know it takes becoming a parent to understand parents and what they go through mm-hmm. and you know the kind of love that unbelievable love and attachment. So I think that's made a big difference. Also, both my sons are married to incredible women, strong women who've done the work, right? Yeah. They know who they are. And um, so my life is enriched by all of them all the time. Mm-hmm. They all live in Los Angeles and I live north of San Francisco, so I am back and forth all the time. Okay, good. But they're close with each other. They're spending a lot of time that's together. That's good. Oh, great.
1: that's great. Good. That's good. That's great. And tell Blair I like her too. She knew at 15 what she wanted to do. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you don't mess with Blair. No? Y'all, y'all gotta get the book
1: to read about Miss Blair. <laughs> 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 and my other question is, you um you were very open in the book about some things that you went through, you know, in college, you you know, your anorexia, well, I'm not gonna talk about it too much. How was that? It, it, did, did your family know about it before you wrote it? They did.
3: Yeah, and um you know it was tricky. My sons both said, This is your story. So even if you write about us, we may change our names. <laughs> <laughs> So the names that you're saying may or may not be the actual <laughs> names of my children. Okay. <laughs> okay. But it's your story, you write it, and we are not going to censor anything about it.
1: Right. Um,
3: Yeah, I gave up privacy long ago. Did, I mean, I, I have no secrets, really. Right. Not, I mean, I didn't spill everything, but I spilled right. plenty, right? <clears throat> right, right. Also, though, if my mom and dad and sister and brother were still alive, I don't know if I could have been as free to right. write about them in the way that it I did. Him. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, that I thought that was quite interesting. And I think my last question is: You survived the hurricane too, and we all survived Hurricane Fran here.
3: Yeah, that was something. <laughs> Oh, right, <laughs> and it goes on and on, and like earthquakes where I live, it's like this it's over, you're done. But that hurricane, and then I thought it was over, right? Said, you said, no, 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 it's the eye, yes, because it's coming back. I'm like, What? It <laughs> tricks you, <laughs> yes, definitely
1: tricks you. Oh, I, I, you know, I just wanted to bring that to the uh, to listeners and viewers' attention. How this your story just spans so much, and there is so, so much packed into this book. So I, I thank you for writing it. I thank you for your lessons because it really resonated with me, and um, it's just a beautiful book. You guys got to
3: get it. Please show us the book.
1: Can you show us what it looks like?
3: Absolutely. Here's the book by accident, a memoir of letting go. So, oh, it's you know I'm, I'm tipping it the wrong way. There, that's we go. okay. There you yeah. go. There, <laughs> there. there. That's what it looks like. There it is. That's what it looks
1: like. Can you tell our uh, listeners and viewers how
3: they could get in touch with you if they wanted to? Yeah, I would love that. I would love that. My website is Joanne, J, just like my name, except there's an R. No, uh, hang on. Forget that. There is an R, but it's not in my website. My website is joanne-green.com. Very simple. My email is joanne r green at gmail and i would love to hear from your listeners i will answer Absolutely. every email um that's right really yeah. i just am thrilled <laughs> and 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 if you like the whole my my kind of shtick you know that word shtick yeah. Yeah. It it <laughs> <laughs> so it's um the podcast is like five minutes max each episode they're three to five minutes and they're just like a little a little piece of something, a story, and uh, they're fun, so. That's
1: awesome. good, That is awesome. Thank you. Thank you once again for just being here, and uh, you have um, shown us all, and once again, nobody can tell a story like the author can, and it's so great to hear you talk about the book um, after having read it. It's just a good book. You guys got to get it.
3: I got to come visit you guys. Where are you in North North Carolina? Raleigh. 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 Raleigh.
0: Mm Yes.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I do well, want to might- say this before before we, we we close. The book is titled By Accident, and we have talked about the accident that Joanne uh, went through and, and the process and, and all of those things. But I want to tell you, don't think that that's the end of the story. Right. There is so much more in this book, in terms of Joanne's life, in terms of things that happened, uh, crisis kinds of things that happened uh, after the accident and the things that she had to go through to get to this place where she is today. Mm -hmm. So don't sit there and think, oh, oh, yeah, I heard about the accident. Mm -mm, mm -mm. You got to get this book. Find out what happened after the accident. Definitely. A lot, a lot, a lot that we did not get to share tonight that is going to be essential for you to put in your life journey bag.
3: Yes. (laughs) I cannot thank you guys enough. This has just been absolutely delightful.
0: Well, thank you, for Joanne. Too. Thank you. This has been uh, good evening to you, Paula and Nykayeta and everybody else out there. Angie, in- oh, I saw her. <laughs> yeah, didn't get to call your names, but we thank you for, for being here. Uh, it is always a joy, always a joy to be able to have an author on and to have an author that has the type of story that Joanne has and the attitude that she has and just joy. I see Joy. Joanne, I really do, and I know that you've been through a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, but to be able to come through with that big fat smile
2: <laughs>
0: and, <to laughs> and to yeah. keep a heap of hope. <laughs> I tell you what, you're an amazing lady. And we thank you so, so much for being willing to come on and to share with authors up tonight. Thank you, lady. We, we're, hats thank
3: off. you. And I, I wish you all the best. Thank in your you. Thank you.
0: That is it. That is it. Uh, Ruth, do you have any? Uh, well, well, let me go back. Joanne, is there any final? Uh, word that you want to leave with with our our listeners other than I can do it? Because I'm, I'm holding on to that one. But is there anything else?
3: Well, yeah, you asked me what I learned. So I made a list. And I'm just going to ram through it really quickly. I so, don't need to rush through life. I am more mm-hmm. comfortable and feel safer at an adjusted pace. It's not just about how much I accomplish in a day, but how I do what I do that matters. I never regret taking time to spread joy. And that means interacting with children and patting every dog who will let me. (laughs) I have to accept that people are different than me with varying needs for privacy and intimacy. While I don't want to be known as the woman who had that terrible accident, I don't mind being known as the woman whose positive attitude carried her through. And finally, good health is neither a given nor a right. Each pain-free moment is a miracle. Maybe. And my job is to continue to feel gratitude and carefully consider what I am going to do with the precious time I have.
2: All right.
0: Oh,
3: that's awesome. Oh, man, beautiful, beautiful. Mm-hmm.
0: I want to print that out and put it on. <laughs> I, mean, I can read it every day. <laughs> I mean, those are wonderful. Oh, thank you. Thank you, Joanne. and Thank you for for not forgetting to go back to that part because that is really... Really wonderful. Just really wonderful. Uh, Ruth, I know that you have some closing comments for us always.
2: Always. So we want to thank all our viewers tonight, all our um, all our listeners who uh, download our podcast, anyone who watches us on uh, YouTube or SIBN. Um, we are grateful. We are here because of you. Um, if you are interested in hearing um, if you have any questions, you have any comments, you want to be on the show, shoot us an email at authorsup at gmail.com and make sure you follow us on social media. Look for Authors Up show on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.
0: That's a mouthful, but
2: Ruth gets it done every week. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Thank you, everybody, for being with us. Those who joined in tonight, those who have shared uh, the broadcast this evening. And remember that this will be replayed on Saturday at 7 p.m. So if you did not get a chance to stay on for the whole broadcast tonight, or if you know of someone who would really benefit from hearing Joanne and hearing about her story before they get the book, uh, (laughs) be sure to let them know (laughs) as well, uh, and they can come back and listen on on, uh, Saturday at 7 that is it for authors up for tonight i tell you it's been a joy joanne again thank you for being with us this is a great (laughs) place to be at 7 p.m on sunday evening come on back next week i would love to tell you what we're gonna do but i don't know so (laughs) you're gonna learn as we learn I'm sure Ruth has lined up a great guest for us and, and we're going to be able to share their story with you next week as well. So thank you. Thank you. Remember, you never, ever know what's going to happen on Office Up. So be sure to come back and join us next week, 7 p.m. right here on ALH Broadcasting. That's it for us. Good night, everybody. Have a good night. Good night, everybody. Good night bronze girls. <laughs>